This is day five of week three of our look through Psalm 119. And as I told you at the very beginning, there's 22 letters in the Hebrew alphabet. And if you've figured out you're a math whiz, you know, if we do four weeks of five days, that's 20 days. So there's a couple of days where we're going to need to look at two stanzas of Psalm 119. And we're going to do that today. We're going to look at the 15th and 16th stanza of this psalm. In fact, I want to read them for you. Just listen to them. Take them in, what they have to say to you. The 15th stanza, verses 113 through 120. I hate double-minded men, but I love your law. You are my refuge and my shield. I have put my hope in your word. Away from me, you evildoers, that I may keep the commands of my God. Sustain me according to your promise, and I will live. Do not let my hopes be dashed. Uphold me, and I will be delivered. I will always have regard for your decrees. You reject all who stray from your decrees, for their deceitfulness is in vain. All the wicked of the earth you discard like dross. Therefore, I love your statutes. My flesh trembles in fear of you. I stand in awe of all your laws. These are verses about the wicked and how God's going to judge the wicked and how that teaches me that I trust in him instead. In fact, if you look at the next stanza, the 16th stanza, verses 121 through 128, you hear some of the same themes again. Listen to these verses, 121 through 128. I have done what is righteous and just. Do not leave me to my oppressors. Ensure your servant's well-being. Do not let the arrogant oppress me. My eyes fail looking for your salvation, looking for your righteous promise. Deal with your servant according to your love and teach me your decrees. I am your servant. Give me discernment that I may understand your statutes. It is time for you to act, O Lord. Your law is being broken. Because I love your commands more than gold, more than pure gold, and because I consider your precepts right, I hate every wrong path. These are verses about how love for God's word causes you and I to hate the wrong path, the wrong direction more and more in our lives. But these are also verses about how God judges the wicked. In verses 113 to 120, all the, in verse 119, all the wicked of the earth you will discard like dross. Therefore, I love your statutes. This great confidence that in the end, righteousness is going to prevail, wickedness is going to be rejected. But then you have verse 126. It is time for you to act, O Lord. Your law is being broken. That is the tension that we often live with in life. We know that in the end, wickedness is not going to prevail. But we look in this world and we see it is prevailing right there. It seems to be. It's not going to prevail, but it seems to us to be prevailing because it's been there for the last day or last month or even the last years. And so we have this sense in our lives, God, why don't you act right now? And if I could tell you why God didn't act right now or did act right now in certain circumstances, well, I would be God, but I'm not and you're not. And so we don't always know why God waits in this circumstance. We don't always know why God acts more quickly in this circumstance. But we do know our own hearts. And we do know that when there's a hatred for wickedness, there's a desire in us for it to be over right now. How do you handle that? How do you live in a world where there's still wickedness, where God's being patient and waiting for more people to come to him? He allows it to be there for a time. One of the ways that I handle it is with the truth of God's character and the truth of heaven. It's trust. I have to go back to trust again and again and again, why would God allow that to happen? Why would that person seemingly face that circumstance that they didn't deserve and this person over here not get the circumstance that they did deserve? For me, I have to go back again and again to personal trust in God. God knows. God understands. And in heaven, I may be shown 
exactly why he was doing what he was doing, but I sort of doubt it. I think in heaven I won't need to be shown because I'll see God for who he is and it'll be immediately self-evident of why God is God and why he does what he does. So if you're facing wickedness right now in the circumstances of your life or family or you're looking at it in the circumstances of this world and you're thinking your heart is crying, God, why don't you act right now? Keep praying for him to act right now. But pray with trust. Pray with the trust that God knows. I can trust him to act in the right time. And in the end, I can trust that he will act in a way in which wickedness will be overwhelmed and good will prevail for eternity. Jesus, we thank you that you came to this earth to show us the goodness of God's love in our own lives. And I pray that in every situation where people are acting wickedly, that your spirit would continue to speak the truth of the fact that this wickedness is not what you created us for, but that instead you created us for eternity. You created us for you. Speak to people everywhere. Speak to my heart to remind us, Lord, that in no matter what the circumstance, we can count on the fact that in the end, your will will be done. In Jesus' name we thank you. Amen. <laughs> 